0: my guest today is an incredible drummer for one of the premier progressive metal bands out periphery Their new album, Select Difficulty, is available now, and they just kicked off their North American tour. I'd like to welcome Matt Halpern.
1: Hey, what's up, man?
0: Thanks, man. Nice to meet you. Happy to uh, get a few minutes.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Cool. So I know uh, you guys just kicked off the tour last night, right? North Carolina. How was that?
1: It was great. Really, really awesome show. The vibe was fantastic. It's really cool to see people already um, singing along to the new songs and really, really getting into it. So um, it was great really really good show we're excited for tonight we're in atlanta right now uh and we're about to kick it off so very exciting good very to be back on tour cool.
0: yeah very cool i mean every time i look around online it seems like you guys are kicking off a new tour i mean you don't get a lot of break from recording and and the whole process you guys are out there all the time
1: well you know it's funny so like, we actually haven't done a full-scale tour since uh november and we were in europe for that we do a lot of like this year so far um You know, aside from writing the record We've done a whole bunch of one-off shows We've done some festivals in Europe Uh, We've done some festivals in the States But it's been really sort of sporadic In that regard A lot of different things But not any, like, big long runs You know, since November So this is actually our first uh, Our first long run since then So we're really excited to actually be on the road And, like, you know just be in it for a while instead of like in and out you know sure the
0: new album talk to me about uh, I mean you guys are prolific you're putting out new music all the time this album came yeah. really quickly after the last one so what was sort of the the driving force to get you back in so quick and and to put out another album how did it happen
1: but well, we had some downtime after uh, some touring that we were doing, and it's very natural for all of us to just fall back into the writing process, because I think we just all really enjoy it. Um, it. It's it's very organic for us to, you know, spend our time writing music when we are off tour, uh, just because we really enjoy doing so. So um, we started writing just for fun, and we ended up, uh, you know, figuring out that we had a few demos that we really, really liked, and uh, you know we had some downtime, and it just made sense to keep going. And then next thing you know, we had uh, we had like you know, we looked at our catalog, and we had a good twenty to thirty demos of things that we felt really strongly about. And we just said, you know what, fuck it, let's uh, let's let's make a new record. Why not? You know, it'll be a year or so right after our last release. Um, we are prolific. We didn't want to sit on the music very long, so um, you know it just made sense, to us timing wise. And because we did have some downtime. Um, you know, it really worked out. We were also in the process of switching management uh, around this time period. So, with that all going on, and with us really focused on that, with the downtime, it just really made sense uh, for us to launch this new record with new management, with new tours, all that stuff, sort of together, right. uh, sort of like as a new start for us. So, um, it was very organic. It was very natural. We we really enjoyed the process. It was probably the the most enjoyable and easy writing process for any record we've ever done, especially coming off the heels of Juggernaut which was a very grueling writing process for us yeah. so this was this was much more lax
0: you know you guys uh, th- there's been sort of a, a subtle shift in, in the style of the group, it's still sort of the same thing but subtly away from the sort of screaming vocals, a little bit more melody and you added some strings and, and things lately um, you know it seems to be a natural sort of direction for the band, but I'm wondering if you're still getting sort of a pushback from some of those hardcore fans that just don't want to see the band evolve.
1: Um, you know, everybody's everybody's got uh, you know their their opinions about it, but I I don't mean to sound uh you know ungrateful or like even abrasive about this, but we just really don't give a shit. And I <laughs> and I, I well, and I say that because we don't write music for the fans. You know, we, we are super honored that there are so many fans that really do enjoy what we do and that really do support us and that's you know, it's invaluable to us. We really, really love our fans, but we don't write music for them in mind, you know, um, and, and here's an example. I mean, we've had different people that we've worked with over the years come to us and say, hey, you know, let's get you guys on radio. Why don't you write a song for radio? And we're super against that idea because anytime you're writing a song with an agenda, either for radio or to please a fan or to please anybody else, it's not authentic anymore. Sure. You know, you have this different, you have this different purpose behind it. So at this point, you know, I think we're all very, very comfortable in expressing to people that you know we write music for ourselves. The music we write is is written because it's stuff that we want to hear, and that we're not hearing elsewhere. And if people really like it, then that's fantastic, and that's uh, you know, it's great. If they don't, that's okay. We're not writing it for their approval. Um, and I think this record represents where we are at this time. Right. Um, you know, previous records represented where we were at that time, and that's all great. But it's history to us. You know, like we're not going to go back and try to write a record like P One or Juggernaut unless that's truly how we feel at the time that we're going to be writing. And I can't say what our records will be like in the future, but I think for us, you know, even being a progressive band, quote unquote, means that we can go any direction and there's no boundaries. You know, like if we wanted to write a pop rock record, we're going to do it because we don't want to be labeled as any one kind of band. And I think progressive is a great term because it means that we can continue to progress as people, as writers, and, um, you know, not to say that we don't have a lot uh, you know this this. uh not to say that we have a lack of, of care for our fans and what we're putting out to them but again we just really do it for ourselves and we just you know we hope that they support it no matter what if they don't so be it hopefully there's enough catalog of other stuff that they can get into still and hopefully in the future we'll put out stuff that they will like you know
0: yeah, hey, that's well said, man. I think uh authenticity is the the most important thing in music. So, uh you continue to to put that out there, it it'll, it'll work, you know. Um Absolutely. Agreed. Uh I I mean, look, for me the new album is is refreshing and it's a, a pleasure to listen to. a song Thank like you. Marigold, I I you know, I don't think you guys do, you know, a few years ago. So, you know, talk about that song and and just how that song came about. That's one of my favorites on there, so like to hear
1: the story yeah well that you know that was actually one of those initial demos that i was talking about where misha was was experimenting with a lot of different orchestral sounds and orchestral instruments and um through that process of experimentation came up with the you know like the opening riff of that song um and uh initially he wrote like you know a good minute and a half to two minutes of of what now is the full song and uh we just loved it. It was so different. It had such a great vibe to it. You know, it, it kinda reminds me of like a muse sort of sound yeah, sure. initially with the very you know, the really uh early demos of it. And now obviously it's evolved into something much different. But uh but yeah, it was just again, it was like, you know we we in the band get get obsessed with different things every now and then. And and for Misha lately, he's been really, really obsessed with getting better at composition from an orchestral standpoint for both um, the purpose of scoring like video game music or, or like movies and not even like officially just just get that experience down. he's just been, you know, just playing around with the idea of like what happens if I, you know, have a video game track or, you know, video game that I can score something to. So, I mean, he's been putting himself out there to try to get like demo gigs like that, just to see what he can do. And I think in that process, a song like Marigold came out of that, um, so again it was just very organic and it was based off of the interests of the members um and then spencer as soon as he heard it he pretty much came up with the verse and chorus part really quickly i remember uh nisha sent all of us the initial demo with like the opening riff and the opening chorus part and uh like a week later spencer came back with with the chorus that we have now and the verse we have now and we just built it out from there so it was again it was just a very organic process for that song
0: you know, the other thing I thought is interesting with the sequencing of the album. It kicks off with sort of the heaviest thing, uh, you know, yeah. "The Price Is Wrong," and and I think Motormouth is also kind of is in that a little bit. And then really from there on, the album's to me sort of completely different. So yeah, you know, was that intentional? That sort of order.
1: Um, I mean, based on the songs that we decided on for the for the record, um, I think. You know, it made sense to hit people pretty hard in the beginning with uh, with some pretty heavy stuff. But you know, I think it could have gone either way. Um, you know, it's funny we were considering, well, from a very very uh, like working title standpoint, we were going to call the record uh, a mixtape basically because you know there isn't one specific direction to the record. As you said, it does start off heavy, but then it kind of goes all over the place. You got a song like Catch Fire on the same record as, as uh, you know, where you have a song like the price is wrong. And if you looked at those two songs, you know, by themselves, you would never expect the same band to put those two songs on the same record, you know? Um, So, you know, I think based on what we had, it made sense to organize it the way that we did. I don't know if there was uh, any deliberate idea of like putting the heavy songs first or putting the heavy songs last or anything like that, but it just sort of made sense to put them in that order. Um, but yeah, I mean, our whole mentality with this record was let's just write the best songs we can, you know, start to finish. And then whichever songs out of the demos we read are our favorite collectively, then those are the ones that we'll put on. And then we'll just figure out how to arrange them after that, as far as you know, what order they're in. So um, it was pretty, like I said, it was a pretty uh, natural process of of just laying the whole thing out. I don't, I don't know if there was too too much thought into it, you know.
0: You know, I've been to a, a, one of your drum clinics, and you know, I know how you talk about um, how you really follow how the guitars play, and that sort of unique style that you have. Um, yeah. You know, I'm wondering how has your drumming evolved with sort of the new style of, of the record? Things like Catch Fire and stuff like that. Do you approach things differently from a drum perspective now?
1: You know, I've always been really into songs uh, as a musician. Like I grew up playing rock and pop, and Styles that are not necessarily like what most, you know, periphery music sounds like. So for me, it's, it's more of a, of a return to form for what I like to do, which is, let's well, just like good songs that have good forms that are, that are available uh, or that are rather open for, you know, vocals and for good lyrics. So for me, that's been something that as a whole band we've sort of been evolving. Uh, which is our approach to songwriting It used to be, hey, let's write an instrumental song And then have Spencer put vocals on top of it Whereas now, it's Let's write a song as a group And make sure that from the get-go There's room for lyrics, there's room for vocals There's a story that's being told one way or another There's a message that's being delivered um, And and something that's cohesive Start to finish So I think as a whole, not even just for myself um, The approach has been More about the song and less about The parts if that makes sense,
0: sure. Yeah, I think you can hear that. I think you can hear that with the album. I'm the glad. <laughs> uh, uh, last thing, on sort of the new, the the current state of the band. But you know, you guys still find a way to be successful and sell records and and, and chart pretty high for a band that does the kind of music you do. You know what? What what have you, What are you doing that sets you apart? And and what would you tell a new band on how to sort of survive these days?
1: Well, I don't know what sets us apart because I don't really know what other bands do honestly but you know we feel a very very strong connection with our fans um we we believe that our fans are some of the best fans out there in any genre i mean we have people that come to our shows and see us play and they cry like they're at a michael jackson concert <laughs> and that kind of commitment and passion to see for a metal band like us or a progressive band is is pretty amazing to see so we feel a big responsibility to those people to be available to them, to interact with them, to not, you know, have this veil between us that, that separates us from our fans. So we've always been very active, even back in the bulb days when Misha was just uploading music onto SoundClick.com and, you know, letting people download stuff for free. We've always been very involved, and I think that tradition has carried on to, to current times. And, um, you know, to this day, like last week, we hosted a, um, a camp for 100 of our, of our fans that came out to upstate New York, we spent a whole week writing you know, writing music with them, working with them on different instruments, just hanging out, having a great time, getting to know each other. And I think that really is part of our core values as a band, which is, you know, look, we're, we're no different than our fans. We're, we're all the same. We all love the same kind of music. We all have very common interests, you know, with our instruments and with the things we like. So why try to create a barrier between us? Let's, you know, let's be available for them and hopefully they're willing to come talk to us. So we just make a point to, incorporate that into everything we do and every day to be involved one way or the other with uh with actually communicating with our fans i mean people snapchat us all the time we do our best to respond to as many people as we can and, and really answer their questions or you know say thank you when they compliment us instead of just sort of ignoring it like a lot of uh a lot of people i, I think would assume a band would do because um, you know we hear that all the time it's like wow i didn't think you would respond and it's like really like we're all just people you know right. like if you're, if you're a good person and someone says something nice to you, then you should respond and say thank you, and, and that it's appreciated. So, we just sort of live based off those core values of like what you know do unto others as as you want people to do unto you. You know,
0: uh, I think that's killer, man. Let me um, let me get you for a couple more minutes if you can. Uh, I want to sure. uh, just go if I can take you to put your head back for the first album. And what do you remember about that time? About Joining the band, making that first album, and and sort of the initial success.
1: Man, I mean, so much of that really I have to attribute to Misha and all his work uh, before we were even called Periphery. I mean, he had his own project called Bulb, like light bulb, um, where he was just like I said, putting out music on this website called SoundClick. Um, these free demos where he was really putting out these these ideas that he wrote to work on his uh, his mix as a producer and it just you know people seem to really gravitate towards the music and they really like it he built this really large worldwide organic following on the internet so by the time that we actually put out our first record we had this amazing leverage by having this this just big foundation of 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 great supporters all over the world and um it was predominantly instrumental music when i came into it you know that's really what i was learning were were the instrumentals and then the vocals came next and You know, it was just such a different time for us. Our mentality was so different. We were really all about, I think, writing, as I said before, like really cool parts rather than than as a band understanding the importance of cool songs. And uh, so I just think the whole approach was just very young for us as a band. And, you know, we don't we really don't go back and listen to that record at all. It's kind of actually painful to listen to because as much as we do, you know, respect the music and. And you know we don't we don't uh, forsake it for what it was for us and what it what it helped do for us. It's just so not where we are as people. It's so not where we are even as a band. I mean, there were different band members during that time uh, who aren't with us anymore. So it was just a whole different experience altogether. It was a whole different group of people, a whole different mentality. We were sort of learning how to work together, learning how to interact, learning how to write songs, learning how to write music, learning how to tour. So it was a huge learning period for us, I think. And, um, you know, we've just evolved so much since then. But again, I have to, you know, I have to pay homage to that and that that was our beginning. That's how we started. That's how we built our initial foundation. And it's amazing that there are so many fans that are still along for the ride with us since that time. You know?
0: Yeah, listen. That's uh, you have to look at that and say, "Wow, it paid off in a, immensely." You know, putting that first thing out and what what a ride right since then. I mean, congratulations on the success of the band. Really, it should be commended.
1: Thank you so much, man. I mean, it's uh, you know, when you live it every day, you don't really look at it that way. It's kind of like everyday life, like getting up and going to work and doing any job. So those those moments, really, like last night playing the show and, and seeing the whole crowd singing these new songs, it's pretty magical to to actually feel. How the music impacts people, because you know when you 're home and even when you 're interacting with people online it's it's still you know it, it's still within arm 's length you 're not actually touching it or feeling it, but when you 're at a show and you 're performing the songs and you feel the energy it's really uh you know you really feel the connection and and it 's pretty special so those are the moments that I think that now we live for as a band to really get out there and be able to interact and physically uh you know, impact people with our music. It's pretty fucking cool. (laughs) Awesome.
0: All right, man, listen, have a great rest of the tour. Thanks for taking a few minutes. I appreciate it.
1: Yeah, not a problem. Hey man, thank you so much for, uh, you know, for the interest in in us and wanting to talk to me about it. We, uh, we really appreciate it too. So, um, thanks for, thanks for taking the time to chat with me as well. Yeah, man,
0: thank you. All right, take it easy.
1: Cool. Talk soon. Yeah.
0: Thanks to Matt for the interview. We're going to close with a track off the new album. This is called Marigold. For upcoming news and interviews, please check theprogreport.com, follow us on Facebook, at The Report on Twitter, or download the podcast on iTunes. Thanks.